Hello and welcome to Music for a While. I'm Jay Nordlinger, music critic of the new Criterion. Want to hear some music? Me too. Recently, I wanted to hear some Rodion Shadrin. Shadrin is the Russian composer born in 1932. He was married to the late Maya Plisetskaya, one of the greatest ballerinas in history. Specifically, I wanted to hear his Piano Concerto No. 1, written in 1954. More specifically than that, I wanted to hear its second movement, the Scherzo Toccata, marked Molto Vivo. It sure is. Molto Vivo. Very lively. I happened to know Shadrin a bit, and I sent him a note telling him how much I loved listening to this music again, how happy it made me. Nice to be able to tell a composer that, you know. Wish I could tell, for example, Schubert. Anyway, the Scherzo Toccata from the Piano Concerto No. 1 by Rodion Shadrin, played by the composer with the USSR Symphony Orchestra, conducted by Yevgeny Svetlanov.
from the Piano Concerto Number no. 1 by Rodion Chadrin, that was the second movement, the Scherzo Toccata. The pianist was Chadrin, playing with the USSR Symphony Orchestra under Yevgeny Svetlanov. Once more, I am Jay Nordlinger, music critic of the New Criterion, doing music for a while. If you'd like to subscribe to our podcast, you may do so via iTunes, Google Play, and so on. If you'd like to write to me, the address is nordlinger at newcriterion.com. If you'd like to sponsor our podcast, let us know. A listener writes to me, thanks for playing Jack Teagarden. I had a Teagarden cut somewhere along the way. As you know, he was a leading jazz trombonist and a singer, too. Our listener continues, he is one of my favorite singers ever. I don't know if you know his album, Think Well of Me. It is worth a listen. Huh. Okay. The title track. You'll hear some record noises toward the end, I think, which are to be ignored.
Tea Garden in Think Well of Me, a song by Willard Robison, recorded in 1962, a couple of years before Tea Garden died. We've played John Rutter, the English composer, on this podcast. A friend, a professional musician, writes to me, I just learned today that Rutter wrote a Beatles concerto. I need to go back to music school. <laughs> well, I'll be danged. Yes, Rutter wrote his Beatles concerto in the late 1970s. It is a concerto for two pianos, and orchestra, of course. The concerto has three movements, each employing a number of Beatles songs. We'll hear the first movement, which incorporates She Loves You, Eleanor Rigby, Yesterday, All My Loving, and Hey Jude. Add some Rachmaninoff, which is pretty neat.
Well, how'd you like that? The Beatles Concerto, its first movement, put together by John Rutter. He conducted the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. The pianists were Peter Rostel and Paul Schaefer. Well, the listener who put me on to think well of me, he says, also, since you have introduced me to so many fabulous musicians and compositions. Do you know the work of Lee Wiley? She is a now-forgotten torch singer. If you have time for only one tune, give a listen to Sugar. You will know heaven for a while. Okay. I call my baby my sugar I never may be my sugar Because my sugar is so Confectionary Funny He never for my money All he can give me is honey He's the best in his line I'd make a million trips to his lips He'd Born in 1908, she was from Oklahoma, 
the song Sugar came along in the mid-twenties, written by a combination of Maceo Pinkard, Edna Alexander, his wife, and Sidney D. Mitchell. Last month, Peggy Noonan cited a poem in her column. She was writing about optimism, hopefulness, brashness, resilience. Let me quote. I've been rereading Vachel Lindsay, 1879-1931, to a poet whose work was important to me as a child. He was half crazy, almost a genius, and his subject was America. When I was thinking about this column, I remembered Lindsay's General William Booth Marches into Heaven, about the death in 1912 of the Salvation Army's founder. Well, that put Charles Ives in my head. He set Lindsay's poem early in 1914. Booth led boldly with his big bass drum. Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? The saints smiled gravely, and they said, He's come, washed in the blood of the Lamb, the blood of the Lamb. Walking lepers followed rank on rank, lurching bravos from the ditches dank, drabs from the alleyways, drug fiends pale, minds still passion-ridden, soul flowers frail, vermin-eaten saints with moldy breath, unwashed legions with the ways of death. Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Every slum had sent its half a score the round world over. Booth had groaned for more. Every banner that the wide world flies bloomed with glory and transcendent dyes. Big-voiced lasses made their banjos bang. Tranced, fanatical, they shrieked and sang. Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Hallelujah, Lord! It was queer to see bull-necked convicts with that land make free. Loons with trumpets blown a blare, 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 on, on, upward through the golden air. Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? And so on. All right. The setting by Charles Ives.
instant all that bleary hill marched on marched on marched on marched on General William Booth Marches into Heaven. Words by Vachel Lindsay. Music by Charles Ives. We heard the American baritone Thomas Hampson with the San Francisco Symphony and other forces under Michael Tilson Thomas. That song, Sugar, written by Maceo Pinkard and a couple of others? Well, Pinkard was also responsible for one of the greatest songs ever written, along with Ben Burney and Kenneth Casey, 
I'm talking about Sweet Georgia Brown. I know so many recordings of this classic, of so many different types, vocal, instrumental, slow, fast. I love so many of these recordings. I'm going to play one of the best instrumental ones, starring Ed Hall, that amazing clarinetist. Edmund Hall and friends in Sweet Georgia Brown. How sweet it is. Another listener writes to me, Jay, do you know anything about Anna Case, an early Metropolitan Opera star? I came across a ragtime composition by her, Metropolitan Rag. I was amazed that an opera singer had the ability to compose something like that. Maybe you can feature her on a show? 
Whoa. Yes, Anna Case, born in 1887, New Jersey, worked with Thomas Alva Edison in the very first tests of his recording machine, sang in the American premiere of Boris Godunov, a very versatile, talented person who played the piano, organ, and violin. Sometimes she accompanied herself on the piano in voice recitals, wrote numerous compositions of different types, including, yes, Metropolitan Rag, in 1917. Here goes. Metropolitan Rag by Anna Case, played by, I believe, a machine, one of those computerized things. Would you like to hear the ladies sing? Indeed. Here is Anna Case in 1922 in Rejoice Greatly from Handel's Messiah. We'll hear the first part. Rejoice, 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 
The Amazing, Versatile Anna Case A very, very interesting letter. Dear Jay, Being of the sort with odd curiosities, I have a question for you. Some background first. Last night, I viewed a documentary on North Korea, my brothers and sisters in the North. The scene, members of a farm collective assembled for the weekly entertainment which includes a fawning song about the current tyrant. The collective doesn't look so happy or well-fed as they sing along. My question. If somehow you were in a position to offer, now for something different, folks, something that would transcend the propaganda with its affecting beauty, what musical piece or movement would you choose? Thanks for indulging me. Thank you for the question. Extraordinary and excellent. Two things come to mind immediately. The choral movement of Beethoven's Ninth Symphony and another choral symphony, the Mahler Second, The Resurrection. To close our podcast, let's hear the end of the latter work. The Vienna Philharmonic Orchestra, the Vienna State Opera Chorus, Jesse Norman, and Eva Martun under Lauren Mazel, 1983. This is Mahler. This is music that goes far beyond the earth with its squalid and despotic tendencies. See you next time.